The Rebbe starts off the Sicha by saying that from the Pasuk, Vasuli Migdush Shachanti Besoicham, the Rambam learns in Hilchas Beis Abchira that mitzvah sasei, we have a positive mitzvah to make a house for Hashem prepared in which we are going to offer karbonos. As the Pasuk says, Vasuli Mikdash. The Rambam goes on to say that the Torah specifies specifically the Mishkan the Moshe Rabbeinu made, but that was only temporary. As the Pasuk says, that up until now you didn't come to the place of rest and so on. In Hilchus Malachim, the Rambam learns this same mitzvah from a different Pasuk. The, Pasuk, the Rambam says over there, Shaloish mitzvahs, three mitzvahs the Yidin are commanded when they come into Eretz Yisroel. One of them is to build the Beis Abachira. The Rambam rings the Pasuk, L'shich Sidrishu, you should seek the place where Hashem is going to rest. Uvas Hashem and you will come there. So the question is a famous one, why does the Rambam not bring the same Pasuk that he brings in the beginning of Hilchah's Beis Abchira, the Pasuk of Asuli Mikdash? So the Lechem Mishnah answers that the Pasuk of Asuli Mikdash was speaking about the Mishkan that was made in the Midbar, whereas the Pasuk, L'shichnei Sidrishu, is referring to Mishkan Shiloi, the Mishkan that was built in Shiloi, as Rashi also explains. And the Lechem Mishnah goes on to say, and just like in Shiloi and in the Midbar there was a Mitzvah, so certainly... The, the building of the Beis Abchira, that's in Yerushalayim, is also a mitzvah. But the Rebbe says it's not understood. Since the Rambam is counting the building of the house for Hashem, in Hilchas Beis Abchira, clearly as a mitzvah saseh, which means that it's a mitzvah for future generations, why is he bringing a posik that's the command for building the Mishkan? Again, that posik of Asuli Mikdash. And generally it's difficult to understand that in Hilchas Beis Abachira, which as its name implies, that the whole point of these halachis is the mitzvahs are saved for all future generations of the building, the Beis Amikdash, here he should be bringing the Pasuk, which is a command for the Mishkan and the Midbar. And in Hilchas Melachim, which as its name implies, is mainly dealing with the halachis of a king and appointing a king, here he's going to bring the Pasuk, L'shich Sidrishu, which is speaking about the Mishkan Shiloi, and the Beis HaMikdosh. How do we understand this? Says the Rebbe, seemingly we would be able to say that the Rambam in Hilchas Beis Abchira is bringing the Pasuk V'asuli Mikdosh not as a command for the building of the Mishkan, as we had just said, but rather that from this we learn the general mitzvah of building the Beis HaMikdosh. As we do find in the Medrashim that the building of the Beis HaMikdosh is learned from this Pasuk. But if that's the case, it's the question then becomes the other way around, why is it then that by the halacha, as the Rambam says it in Hilchas Malachim regarding the Beis Amigdash, why does he then over there bring a different pasuk of L'shichnei Sidrishu Uvas Hashama? And what's even more difficult, says the Rebbe, is that it sounds from the expression, from the language of the Rambam and so on, that the source of his words in Hilchas Malachim, about the mitzvahs that the Yidna are commanded when they come into Eretz Yisroel, comes from the Medrash. And when we look at the Medrash, that the seemingly the source for the Rambam, the Medrash actually brings the Pasuk of Asuli Mikdash concerning the Beis HaMikdash, not the Pasuk of L'shichnoi Sidrishu. And this is what the Medrash says, Yidin were commanded for three things when they came into Eretz Yisrael, to appoint a king, to build the Beis HaMikdash, and to destroy Amalek. The Medrash goes on and says, to appoint a king, as the Pasuk says, Shem Tosom Alech to build the base of Mikdash, as it says, Vaasuli Mikdash. 
and to destroy Amalek, as the Pasuk says, when Hashem will give you rest from all of the enemies and so on, you should destroy Amalek. So what do we see? That in this very same point, regarding these three mitzvahs, the Medrash uses the Pasuk for the Beis HaMikdash, the Pasuk of Asuli Mikdash. Why is it then that the Rambam and Hilchas base in Malachim, where he speaks about these three mitzvahs, why is he changed from what the Medrash says, and also the pos- changed from the Pasuk that he himself brought in Hilchas Beis Abchira, and brings this other Pasuk of the Sheikh Sidrashu. We also need to understand, that in truth, for the building of the Beis HaMikdash, we have a different Pasuk, which is a very, very clear command, not the Pasuk of Asuli Mikdash, which simply is referring to the Mishkan, we have a pasuk that says, The place that Hashem is going to choose to rest His name over there. We find in the Gemara and in the Sifri that they apply this to the Beis HaMikdash. So why is it that the Rambam doesn't bring this pasuk? The Rambam is the one that's speaking about a mitzvah that's going to be for all future generations. Why doesn't he bring this pasuk in the beginning of Hilchas Beis Abchira? The Kesef Mishnah answers that the Rambam is learning that this Pasuk of Ahoyah HaMokoyim is not actually coming as a command to build the Beis HaMikdash. But rather, it's more like stating a fact or a narrative. In other words, the Pasuk is saying, you need to bring Karbonos to that place that Hashem is going to choose, but it's not a command for building the Beis HaMikdash per se. And the fact that the Gemara and the Sefri do bring this Pasuk, it's only coming, the Gemara and the Sefri are really bringing this Pasuk, not to say that it's that this Pasuk is telling us that it's a mitzvah, rather it's coming to prove that you first need to get rid of Amalek, and then build a Beis HaMikdash, because in this Pasuk, the Pasuk first says, before this Pasuk, it says that when Hashem will give you, give you rest from all of your enemies, so then you will come to this place that Hashem will choose and you'll bring carbonates. But not that this Pasuk itself is telling us the mitzvah. But the Rebbe says, according to this, well, first of all, in addition to the fact that it's not so smooth based on a famous rule in the Rambam, that he brings that which will be a simpler drasha, even if it's not in the Gemara. And so too should have been in this case. He just brings the simple Pasuk that's speaking about the Beis HaMikdash. But an even more so, here he seems to be not to bring not the simple Pasuk. But the question over here, says the Rebbe, is why is it that the Rambam doesn't at least bring this Pasuk in Hilchis Malachim when he's speaking about the three mitzvahs, why doesn't he bring this Pasuk to show us that you need to first get rid of Amalek and then build the Beis HaMikdash? Another thing, says the Rebbe, we need to understand in, the, in Hilchis Beis HaPchira, is that after the Rambam concludes in Halacha Aleph, that the Torah tells us clearly about the Mishkan that Moshe Rabbeinu made, and that that was only temporary. As the Pasuk says, we brought this before, that you didn't come until now to Menucha and Nachla, to a resting place and so on. The Rambam goes on in the next halacha and says, once the Yidin came into Eretz Yisrael, they set up the Mishkan in Gilgal. It stood over there for 14 years, the 14 years when they were conquering and dividing Eretz Yisrael. From there they came to Shiloi. They built a house of stone. And over it they spread the Uriois, the curtains of the Mishkan on top of it. And that did not have a proper ceiling, a proper roof. This Mishkan stood for 369 years. And then when Eli passed away, it was destroyed. They then came to a place called Noiv and they built a Mikdash over there. When Shmuel passed away, that was destroyed. They then came to a place called Givoy and they built a Mikdash over there. 
And from Givon they finally came to the eternal place, the Beis HaElamim, the Beis HaMikdash. The Ramam concludes by saying that the time of Noiv and Givon together was 57 years. Says the Rebbe, it's very difficult to understand. The Rambam is a safer of halachis. Why is it relevant la halacha, this whole arichos elaborating so much? How this Mishkan was set up in Gilgal and then in Shiloi and in Noiv and in Givoin. This is sim- seemingly is just telling us some history. Yes, it's true that the source of the Rambam, of this order of the Bati Mikdash and the Mishkanois, is coming from a mission in Mesechta Zvachim. But in Mishnayis, there are a number of things that are not halachis, whereas the Sefer Ayad of the Rambam consists of, of halachis, of clear-cut halachis. Furthermore, even in the Mishnah, it's not only just telling us as a nice piece of history about the order of these buildings and these structures. It's telling us actually connected with certain halachis and dinim that are relevant to these things. There's something called a bomo. Uh, sort of a, 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 a mizbeach, that's a temporary mizbeach, not in a mishka, not in a Beis HaMikdash. So there are halachis that are connected and relevant to these mishkanois. The Mishnah says that when they came to Gilgal, they were now allowed to, uh, to have bamois. And there are certain places where the Kodshe Kodoshim are allowed to be eaten. So how is that? Right? In the, we know that when they have the Beis HaMikdash, it can only be eaten in the Azorah. So now these halachis are going to be relevant by these different mishkanois. So when it came to Shiloi, you were not allowed to make any of these bombois anymore. The Mishnah says when you came to Noivin Givoin, you were allowed to make these bombois. And this is all an introduction and telling us that finally when they come to Yerushalayim, you're no longer allowed to make any of these private, personal mizbechas, these bombois. And they were never allowed anymore. And now this Yerushalayim is now called the Nachla, the inheritance, the permanent place of the Mishkan, of the, of the, of the Shechina, of the Kedusha of the Shechina. However, the Rambam doesn't mention any of this. And the reason for this is understood, because whatever happened in the past happened, and therefore, it's seemingly not relevant in the Rambam. And the halacha in the Rambam, when the Rambam says that once the Beis HaMiglish was built in Yerushalayim, you're no longer allowed to build any other place for Hashem to bring Karbonis over there, it's not even relevant over there, the fact that when they were in Gilgal, they were allowed to bring these Karbonis on these private Mizbechais. And when they were in Shiloh, you were not allowed to. So the Rambam, amidst the whole thing, doesn't even mention it. And therefore, the question is even stronger. So why does he bring about all these different places, about Gilgal and Shiloh and so on? Furthermore, says the Rebbe, the Rambam specifies the amount of years that they were in each, in, in each one of these places. And this, says the Rebbe, is definitely only a matter of history, of what happened, how long it was there for. And these are things that are not even brought in the Mishnah of the amounts of years. So why is this all relevant in the Ramam? Why is the Ramam bringing this? Says the Rebbe, we're going to understand this all by prefacing. First, the reason why in Hilchis Molochim, when he speaks about the mitzvah of appointing a king, the Rambam also brings the mitzvah of building the Beis HaMikdash. He brings all these three mitzvahs of appointing a king, destroying Amalek, and building the Beis HaMikdash. So too in Sefer HaMitzvah, when the Rambam counts the mitzvah of building the Beis HaMikdash, the Rambam says that Hashem commanded us to build a place to serve Him, as the, the Ebishter tells us, Asuli Mikdash. And then the Rambam goes on, quoting the Sifri, that Shalosh Mitzvahs Netzavah Yisrael, Yidin were given three mitzvahs when they came into Eretz Yisrael, to appoint a king, and to build the Beis HaMikdash, and to destroy Amalek. And here again it's not understood why are these other two mitzvahs relevant right over here 
when we're speaking about the mitzvah of building the Beis HaMikdash. The Rebbe says also, the fact that the Rambam says, he starts like the Gemara and the Sifri, Shaloish mitzvahs, there are three mitzvahs, seemingly, these are just extra words. The Rambam himself, as the Gemara and Sifri, are about to tell us the three mitzvahs, so why is it important to introduce it by first saying the number that there are three mitzvahs? To use a famous expression of Shas, where the Gemara will ask a similar question, Minyana Lomali, why is it relevant to tell us the number? Now we can't say that the reason is, based on something that Rashi tells us. Rashi says that the reason we are told about these three mitzvahs, we are being told that they're dependent on each other, that they have to be done in order. First you have to have a king, then you get rid of Amalek, then you have the base Amigdash, because that's still... Tell, it does tell us why we're being told about all three of them together, but it still doesn't tell us why it's important to introduce it by saying there are three mitzvahs. Says the Rebbe, the explanation is, these three mitzvahs, as we just quoted from Rashi, are dependent on each other. That means they are not three separate mitzvahs. Sorry, although they are three separate mitzvahs, Nevertheless, each one of these mitzvahs is also like a detail and a part. It's bringing shleimus, it's bringing wholesomeness also into the other two. That means the only way appointing a king can be done properly is when it also is going to lead to the fact that he destroys Amalek and going to build a base Hamikdash. And so too regarding regards to the other mitzvahs. The only way you can have the base Hamikdash properly is if you first appointed a king and you also fought Amalek. It's in continuation to this that we learn from the Pasuk that the connection of these mitzvahs to each other are also in regards to their order. In other words, you first need to have the appointment of a king, then you need to destroy Amalek, and then comes the building of the Beis HaMikdash. That means it's not only an order as far as the obligation and the fulfillment of the mitzvah of the way the Yid is doing it, that a Yid, the Gavra, the person is commanded to do three things. But it's also as far as it's important to the minui melech itself, to the appointment of the king itself, in other words, part of the gather of the melech, in order for me to be a melech properly, is the fact that he's going to have to fight Amalek and build a Beis HaMikdash. And so too, part of the gather of the Beis HaMikdash needs that there should have been appointed a king, and that Amalek was fought. Says the Rebbe, this is also why the Rambam in Halacha Beis brings the Psukim regarding David HaMelech. The Pasuk says, when the king was sitting in his house, and Hashem gave him rest from all of his enemies, the king said to Nosan Anovi, I am sitting in this house of Arozim, in the cedar house, and what about Hashem? Where is the Shechina? Where is the Aroim? In other words, the proof of this Pasuk is not only about the fact of the order of the mitzvahs, for that would have been enough. The, also the first psukim that the Gemara brings, where the Pasuk says that once Hashem will give you rest from all of your enemies, then you'll have the place that Hashem chooses in which you'll bring Karbonis and so on. But more importantly, that it's part of the gather of the fulfillment of the mitzvah of Amalek itself. And part of the king and destroying Amalek and so on, as the Pasuk says, Once the king was sitting in his, in his house, and Hashem gave him rest from all of his enemies, then the king says, we need to build a Beis HaMikdash. Says the Rebbe, now we'll also understand why the Rambam brings all of these three mitzvahs in Hilchis Molochim, also the mitzvah of building a Beis HaMikdash, because they are so much dependent and connected with each other. Says the Rebbe, now we can also understand what the Rambam says in the beginning of Ilchaz Beis HaMchiro when he says, Mitzvah Sasei, that it's a mitzvah to make a house for Hashem, to bring Korbonis. As the Pasuk says, Va'asuli Mikdash.
And the Rambam goes on to say that the Torah tells us specifically about the Mishkan of Moshe Rabbeinu made. And that was only temporary. That means that the building of the house of Hashem that we are commanded in this mitzvah, it applies and refers to immediately also to that Mishkan that Moshe Rabbeinu made. And since the mitzvah of building the Beis HaMikdash is connected also with these other two mitzvahs that we said, in other words, in order for the Beis HaMikdash to be proper, it's also important to have first the appointment of a king and to be able to rest from fighting with Amalek, we must say that this applies and this happened also by all of these other Batei Mikdash. In other words, even though it's true, yes, that as commands, as mitzvahs, the Yidin were commanded in these three mitzvahs only once they come into Eretz Yisroel, but that's only as far as they are three distinct separate mitzvahs. Yes, they are going to need to be doing these mitzvahs when they come into Eretz Yisroel. But since we just said that the whole gather of building a house for Hashem, which is really one mitzvah for all generations, a mitzvah of Asuli Migdash, it's one mitzvah that extends over all the generations. And this includes also, not only the Beis HaMikdash, but also those previous structures that existed beforehand. So it's understood that also by each one of these structures, by each one of these Mishkanis and Mikdashois, it also had, just like it would be later, that there was also a Melech, and also that the Yidin were already resting from their enemies, because as we said, in order for the Mikdash to be proper, you also need to have these other things. It's only that just like as far as the Beis HaMikdash itself is concerned, that the Shleimus of the Beis HaMikdash for all future generations is going to be in the permanent Beis HaMikdash that was built in Yerushalayim. So, so too, regarding these other conditions and these other Gedorim as the introduction to have the Beis HaMikdash, you need these other things of a king, and Melchemes HaMalek. So we can understand that the Shleimus was only properly in the Beis HaMikdash in Yerushalayim, but to a certain extent it existed already earlier. Says the Rebbe, this is why the Rambam brings the Pasuk of Asuli Mikdash. And he immediately says that we, the Torah tells us about the Mishkan of Moshe Rabbeinu made, and that was temporary. In other words, that this mitzvah, in its simple sense, of building the Mikdash, the Mikdash, what's it referring to? Simply it's referring to the Mishkan that Moshe Rabbeinu made. And with that they were already fulfilling the mitzvah of building a house for Hashem with all of the Gedorim in it, because Moshe Rabbeinu is also a Melech, as the Rambam himself tells us. And there was also already the fight with Amalek, they fought Amalek, there was also already the rest from the fighting of Amalek. As the Apostolic says, Yeshua weakened Amalek and his nation by the sword. So from then on, as soon as these things were done, you have a Melech already, Moshe Rabbeinu, they fought Amalek, from now there is already the command of Asuli Migdash, and this remains now for all times. Says the Rebbe, according to this, we can understand why the Rambam is Meirich, he elaborates, starting with the Mishkan that Moshe Rabbeinu made. And he says that that was temporary. And then he continues and he says, once the Yidin came into Eretz Yisrael, they set up the Mishkan in, the, in Gilgal for 14 years when they conquered and they divided Eretz Yisrael. What's the Rambam coming to say with this? He's coming to say that this mitzvah of also the Mish Mikdash by the Mishkan of Moshe was a command that continued now for all future generations and they fulfilled it. When they set up the Mishkan, now, for example, when they come into Eretz Yisrael in Gilgal, the difference is only how they're fulfilling it. That is the Mikdash that Moshe Rabbeinu made. Since it's being done in the Midbar and it is being remade again and again from one travel to the next. So that was more in a temporary way. That's called a Mishkan or an Oihel. It's only temporary. And therefore, 
that way of performing the mitzvah, that continued. And also when they came into Eretz Yisrael, as long as they were still on, under temporary conditions before the 14 years were over, when they're conquering Eretz Yisrael and dividing Eretz Yisrael, and at that time Yeshua is the Melech. And what happens next? Then they come to Shiloi. When they come to Shiloi, Yidin are already in a much more settled way, in a much more rested way, in a much more peaceful way. It's more settled in Eretz Yisrael. This is already after they conquered and divide Eretz Yisrael. And therefore, what do they build now? Now they build a house of stone. It's no longer an oil, no longer a tent, as it was till then. In fact, it stands for 369 years, as the Rambam tells us. Even afterwards, the Rambam goes on, when Eli passes away, it was destroyed. They come to Noiv and they build a Mikdash over there, and Shmuel passes away and it was destroyed. They come to Givoin. The Rambam tells us that together, Noiv and Givoin are 57 years. In other words, what's the Rambam telling us? That also in regards to Noiv and Givoin, he uses the term Ubanusham Mikdash. In other words, it's a much more permanent type of structure already. Although the Orin wasn't there. And in some places, it's considered like a Bama, a Bama but the idea is that the mitzvah of Binyam Beis HaMikdash existed. They had it already. It's only that because they didn't come to the ultimate full menucha yet, so therefore it's not a permanent place yet. It's not the base Oilamim. And that's why the Ramam goes on to say, from there they now came, came to the base Oilamim, because then they already have a time of a Melech B'Shleimus, they have David HaMelech, they have Shleimah HaMelech, they also have the complete menucha from Mulchem HaMelech. Says the Rebbe, now we can understand why in the beginning of Ilchas Malachim, the Rambam tells us about these three mitzvahs. And why here he brings the Pasuk of the Shichnei Sidrishu of Asashama, not the Pasuk of Asli Migdash. He also doesn't bring the Pasuk that says clearly about the Mesa Migdash that we quoted before. Because what's the Rambam talking about over here? Here he's speaking about what happens when the Eden come into Eretz Yisrael. After they conquered, after they divided, there's the three mitzvahs we spoke about. That right away, immediately over here, they have the ability and they're fulfilling the three mitzvahs that are commanded, which, as we said, are dependent on each other, even though, again, B'Shleimus it won't be, perfectly it won't be, till they have the base HaMikdash in Yerushalayim. So what happens now? They have already a, a structure, a house, as we said in Shiloi, no longer a tent. It's already after the 14 years of conquering, of dividing, it's already a state of menucha, of, of rest, of peace in Eretz Yisrael. And, and that happens through Yeshua, which we said he was appointed as a king. He was appointed through Moshe Rabbeinu and his basin, as the proper mitzvah of appointing a king needs to be for generations, based on a, a, on a basin of 70 skenim and a novi. In fact, the Rebbe says the Mishkan that was temporary in the Midbar was not in such a menuchadik way, and the way Moshe Rabbeinu was melech was also not in the same way that he was appointed as all of the dinim of Minui Melech. So here it's already in a much more permanent and proper way. Says the Rebbe, based on all of this, we could also answer a question that there is regarding the halacha in Hilchas Beis Abchira, which from in other words, we could learn out a certain halacha b'poil. That is, the Rambam paskins that a person is not allowed to make a house, a structure, copying the same way as the Heichel. A person is not allowed to make a porch or a balcony similar to the Ulam. A person is not allowed to make a courtyard similar to the Hazara. Now, since all of these previous structures we just said have a din of the Mikdash as we explained, by each and every one of them we're fulfilling the mitzvah of Asuli Mikdash. In fact, even the Beis HaMikdash itself, although its shape, its form, the details of its length and its width were different than the Mishkan, nevertheless the main parts of it are similar to the Mishkan as the Rambam writes, 
that they make a certain one of them. They make a mechitza around the heichel, distant from it, similar to the curtains that were the chotzer and the midbar, and everything surrounded within that mechitza is similar to the chotzer of the oil moed, which will now in the base hamigdash that will be called the azara. So says the Rebbe, based on all of this, we could say that the iser, this iser of making a copy of the base hamigdash, would apply also in copying the mishkan. Mishkan Shiloi, Noiv, and Givain, because really in each and every one of them is being fulfilled this mitzvah of Asuli Mikdash. The Rebbe now turns to Pnimi Yisoyin Yonim, and the Rebbe says, regarding the Toichan of the three mitzvahs that we spoke about in Chesidus, it's explained that the mitzvah of Soim Tosim Alecha Melech appointing a king represents the darga of Yiro, a fear of awe, because a Melech, his Indian, is, he fears Hashem in an extra in an extra uh, strong way, it's completely bottled, nullified to Hashem, and through the Melech, this year of this Bittul, comes down also to the rest of the people. When a person reaches this level of year, this level of year uh, of fear, which is, in the language of Chassidus, also the idea of Iskafia, where he's just subduing or bending the bad, the next step is Mechiyas HaMolech, to completely eradicate, to get rid of all sorts of bad. And that happens through the Avoida of Ishapcha, and only then a person can and needs to come to the next level called Yiro Ilah, the highest level of awe and fear, which comes through the Beis HaMikdash, as it says, Mikdash that we get a special level of fear of awe from the Beis HaMikdash. And this Yiro comes from the level of Chachma, from the idea of Torah. And the Rebbe says the same thing is true in each and every generation, also in the time of Golos, once the Beis HaMikdash is destroyed, we know there's the concept of Dalid Ames Shalalacha. Says the Rebbe, according to this, we can understand why the mitzvah for building the base of Mikdash and for the building of the first Mikdash, the Mishkan, the Poyal, had to happen through Moshe Rabbeinu. And as the Rambam is Medayik and says, we quoted this before, the Torah tells us clearly about the Mishkan Sha'asa Moshe Rabbeinu. Because this level of bringing down Das, knowledge to each and every Yid, through which a person can come to Yira, happens through Moshe Rabbeinu. As we know, it says on the Pasuk, the Atta Yisrael, and now Yisrael, what is Hashem demanding of you? Kiyim liyira, but only to fear. The Gemara asks, Atu yira milsuzutrasi, is fear really such a small thing? And the Gemara says, yes. To Moshe Rabbeinu, it's a small thing. In other words, Moshe Rabbeinu is the one that brings about the idea of yira. And therefore, the whole idea, the beginning of Melucha, which again is referring to the first level of yira, and all the way up till the binion of the Mishkan, which is the idea of yira ilah, all happens through Moshe Rabbeinu. Furthermore, says the Rebbe, the idea of the Mishkan and the Mikdash, as Razal say, it says that Hashem says, not Hashem is going to dwell in each and every Yid, <coughs> that each and every Yid needs to, is able to and needs to accomplish a Mishkan and a Mikdash inside of himself. And the Koyach for this is also through the Moshe that exists inside of himself. As the Alter Rebbe says, and the Alter Rebbe explains on this thing that we said before, that yes, the Moshe Rabbeinu, fear is a small thing, says the Alter Rebbe that this is referring to the idea that each and every Yid has inside of him this idea of Moshe Rabbeinu, and therefore Yira is a small thing, because the Pasuk says, what's Hashem demanding of you, and of each and every Yid? On the other hand, the Shleimus of the Mitzvah of the Beis HaMikdash was only in the Beis HaElam and the permanent Beis HaMikdash, because the Indian of Malchus, Beis and Begilui, was accomplished through David HaMelech. 
all the way to the Gilui of Malchus Betachus Hashlemus, which will be in the time of Yamud Melech David, when a king will come up from the house of David. Learning Torah involved in Torah and mitzvahs can David like his father David. And get all the other Yidin to go in its paths and to strengthen all matters of Yiddishkeit. And fight the wars of Hashem and build a Mikdash Bim Koimoy. Which then there will be the idea of Melech Bishlemus and destroying the Zari Shalamolech Bishlemus. There will be the Hashem Shalim, the Akise Shalim. Hashem's name will be complete. And Hashem's throne will be complete. The Gili of Malchus of Hashem and the Shlemus of the Binya Beis Amigdash, the eternal Binyan. The base of Migdash that Hashem himself makes, Mehid of Yameinu Bukarev Mamash.